0: They had pulled out all the nails on his left hand before Govind Nair broke down and told them about Vidat. This is Indian Noir. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 11 of His Night Begins. There were plenty of faithful dogs ready to provide information as soon as size people put their feelers out for Rahman's movements over the last few days. The bartender at Barbed Wire had seen the policeman talk to a stranger, an out-of-towner that he had classified as looking dangerous. Surinder decided it was a lead worth investigating. Surinder had personally gone to collect the unsuspecting policemen. Nair was in the middle of ringing people to trace Rahman's whereabouts when a red Mahindra pulled up outside the station. Surinder stepped in through the front door and signaled to Nair like he was calling a dog nair put on his police cap and approached surinder what is it surinder saab nair asked we might have some information about brahman's disappearance surinder said how do you guys know about it we haven't released that information to the press nair said pretending to be surprised i need you to come and have a look at something, Surinder said. Do you know where he is? Nair asked. This has to be on the low, Surinder said. Okay, Nair said, nodding. Come with me, Surinder drove him to a clothing warehouse Sai owned on the outskirts of Sanali. Nair was panicking by the time the car stopped in front of the warehouse. Come in, Surinder said as he opened a rusty door. Nair hesitated for a second. He then pulled out his mobile. I want to just call my family and let them know where I am. Surinder grabbed the phone from his hand. We can't let you do that, Surinder said. Okay, 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 Nair said fearfully. They stepped inside the dimly lit warehouse, full of machinery used to make clothing. Racks of t-shirts and jeans hung from the assembly line, like the skin of corpses without their flesh. Uh, What are we looking at? Nair said, "Keep walking." Surinder urged him on. They walked further into the factory. Suddenly, two thugs dressed in factory overalls slammed baseball bats into the back of Nair's legs. He fell down on the floor, screaming. They lifted Nair up and dragged him to the floor supervisor's office. A dentist chair complete with storage space for tools and a large light overhead was set up in the middle of the room. They strapped Nair's hands to the chair. Surinder pulled out a kerchief and wiped the saliva, sweat and tears of Nair's face. You see, in the end, it was easy for us to come to the conclusion that it had to be you who gave up your boss and got him killed. You have never liked him, and his ways, and his affiliation with us. All we need for you to do is confirm and tell us. Who are you working with? Nair was in too much pain to even register surprise at the fact that his boss was dead so soon, and that Sai's men had suspected his involvement. He shouted the names of his daughters. Sirinder chuckled. Make this easy for us. Tell me, who were you talking to at the barbed wire bar a couple of days ago? I I can't remember. I I can't. I I, I spoke to a lot of people there. So you don't deny being there? No, no. The bartender told us you were speaking to this guy who uh, looked like What were his exact words? Ah, a mean chuthier. Nair gulped. So, I want you to think hard and come up with some credible answers. Surinder said. I don't know. I don't know anything, Zab. Pull them out. Surinder said to the men in the overalls. Nair shrieked in agony as the thugs methodically pulled out his nails. Blood oozed from the tips of his fingers. By the time they had reached the thumb on his left hand, Surinder made another threat. We will do this to your family. Stop! 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 Yeah, I will tell you what I know. I will tell you. Nair said. Good man. Sirinder pulled up a chair, sat on it, and clasped his hands together. I am all ears. Nair told him everything about his encounter with Virat, and how he had helped him. Clean him up, and drop him at the hospital. We don't want two dead cops on the same day. Too much heat. Kali Saab warned like investigators from Indraprastha City, sniffing around, as part of an official investigation. Surinder said to his men. He flipped open his mobile and sent a text message, and then he dialed a number. It's him. You got the description. Find him. He has files on the boss. Consider him as an extreme threat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. When you find the location, let me know ASAP. Gulab readied the steel object in her hand as soon as she heard someone open the door. She hid it behind her back as the key turned in the lock. The old woman opened the door and smiled at her. She had some folded clothes in her hand. Gulab couldn't do it. She could not find the strength to stab the smiling old woman. She didn't want to spill an innocent person's blood. Sure, the old woman worked for the kidnappers. But Gulab didn't know her circumstances. Punichami appeared behind the old woman. He was wearing a bright white shirt and dhoti. His thick gold chain hung around his neck like an ornamental snake. Put it on quickly. We are leaving. Bringing down this giant man with her small weapon was going to be nearly impossible. Gulab decided she was going to reserve the stabbing for the bastard who had put her through this misery, the person she was being sold to. The old woman placed the clothes on her bed and extended her fingers to indicate she will be back in five minutes. Gulab picked up the clothes and examined them. A red silk half-blouse with a matching skirt. Red, the colour of blood the colour of revenge. Surinder could see the motel in the distance. Kapoor's Inn, a three-storied, run-down mom-and-pop joint with ageing plaster walls asbestos roofing, and gutters full of dead leaves that hadn't been cleaned in years. The windows of some of the rooms were cracked. Rain had damaged the paintwork and left the building looking like a diseased organ. It didn't take long to trace Vidat's whereabouts, because he had gotten into a fight at another bar and challenged some of the patrons to come to the motel if they wanted a piece of him. Surinder had five of his best men surround the motel. They were waiting for his orders to kill Virat. Surinder parked in the motel car park, got out and switched on his Bluetooth headset. Are you guys ready? he said. Yes, said the others. Surinder then rang Sai Kalipat. Sai picked his phone on the fifth ring. You found him, Sai said. Yes, looks like a thug for hire who doesn't know how to cover his tracks. Sulinda said, "Amateur, <laughs> I suppose it won't take long." Then Saikalybakt said, "You know me. I am thorough. I will be at the temple. The ceremony is late in the afternoon." Saikalybakt said, "I." advice against this boss. It might not be safe. With all these issues, Surinder offered. Well, you are about to bust the bastard. What is the problem then? Sai was annoyed with Surinder's response. It's just that we don't know if others, Surinder began. I am not asking for your advice. Finish the job and get back to me ASAP. Guruji said there isn't another auspicious time in months. Sai said. How many guts do you have at your disposal? Surinder asked. I have the usual four. I'll be fine. Sai said. I will drive over there with the men... As soon as I'm done here, boss, Surrender said. Thanks. What would I do without you, Sirinda? Sai said. Then he cut the phone.